This podcast contains explicit content and is not safe for work. Welcome back to Never Published. Uh, we are now in December, so the decks have gone up. Uh, begrudgingly, uh, I'm Scott. I'm Steph. And I'm not a Scrooge. And welcome back to Never Published. Have you read any good books this week? So this week I've changed my tack um, and we've moved on from Monsters and Aliens <laughs> to rock stars. What, like back of the tour bus? Yeah. Didn't we do this last week? Can't remember. Talked about aliens. I may have mentioned I was reading Rockstar book. Yeah, I think we did talk about it. Anyway, carry on. Yeah, so the one I really liked was called Madness. And that was really good. Very good, very good. And I'm reading a second one now, and now the Christmas novella. To go along with it. But I'm thinking I might need to branch out into something non-smutty for a while. Well, would you like to run the listeners through your Audible suggested reads list? Oh, no, I haven't got it in front of me now, but it was smut, smut, more More smut. smut. A little bit more smut. A little bit of monster smut, some more smut. (laughs) Smut, smut, smut. Oh, man. What have we done One was three daddies under the mistletoe. Ooh, that sounds like a lot of daddies. (laughs) Ooh, daddy. Uh, <laughs> we uh, we went to that bouncy um, bouncy castle park. Found yeah, out, so like found out we were old. Oh, I was God. fine while we were bouncing. I mean, no. I wasn't fine. I was out of breath. I'm unfit. We but also, the next day, I couldn't walk. No, we were also very, very hungover. hungover. Very very hungover. I mean, how we? I'm impressed we managed to bounce at all without throwing up. Yep. I mean, it did stop pretty quick for a drink at the beginning. After that, it was okay. Good old Lucasade. So, yeah. <laughs> our knees hurt, our backs hurt. Generally ache. Next time, I'll just watch. Yeah. <laughs> the kids didn't even want to bounce with us either. No, they did not. <laughs> yeah, so uh, to unwind from that horrific event... Actually, it wasn't horrific, it was great. But you had, you had to go to the Mum Hotel, didn't you? And stay with our good friend Patty O'Dors. Yeah, I went to see Patty. Had a lovely time at the Mum Hotel. Was she okay? Yeah, she was good. We ate party food, chilled out. Watched a comedian called Eliza on Netflix. She's very, very funny. Definitely recommend. And I didn't have to wake up at 6am to yeah. someone jumping on me going, Mummy! Yeah, so you left me unattended. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and now how many copies of your book do you have on your iPad? 444. <laughs> I don't know what I've done. Scott was editing yeah, I was edit- whilst drunk. Mm, tipsy. Yeah, yeah, it was tipsy. Yeah, I don't really know what I did there, but I've got 444 copies, each slightly different from the previous one, <laughs> of my top quality book. Mm. Speaking of which, shall we move on to while we're here? Yeah. It's story time, story time. Let's get back to the secret life of accidental swingers. So, last chapter, we rejoined the action after all the other guests of the barbecue had left. Rob, Jane, Alan and Rachel got in the hot tub, naked. After Rachel realised they had a 12-foot-high hedgerow, because she didn't know it was there before, 
Uh, they all started doing what they love. Each other. <laughs> Only to be interrupted by... Dun, dun, dun. Betty. Who was, to say the least, very angry. Mm, very, very angry. And then, don't forget, they got back in the hot tub with their jizzy tits. I was going to just sort of... <laughs> skirt around that. I was going to skirt around that one. Nah. Yeah. Because that's, that's pretty, pretty horrific. Can't believe I wrote it, to be perfectly honest. Can't believe I said jizzy tits. Hey, how else would you explain them? <laughs> well, come covered bazongas. Perfectly chested, come covered wife. That's from the book, if you're just tuning in, not a description of Steph. I'm going to pour some wine now before we start. Are we doing any drinking rules today? Uh, would you like to? Well, my favourite one is dart. Yeah. So definitely on dart. Dart. Um, trying to think more. Should we just keep it with dart? I think that's going to get us suitably sold. Dart will do. Dart will do. She darted faster and faster. And harder and harder. <laughs> I don't know what that accent was. I think we should just move on to Urban Dictionary Corner. <laughs> we'll skip the chapter. <laughs> skip the chapter altogether. But that's why people are here, so maybe not. Right. You look like Mr. Burns then. <laughs> Excellent. Anyway, chapter 11. Rachel. The morning after, the night before... Oh. Sorry, what? Just, such a cliche thing to... The morning after, the night before. Yep. So, I feel like that should be more of a stage direction type thing. Yeah. Because what I've written is, the morning after, the night before, a week ago I would have woken up after a night like that feeling shameful and embarrassed. I feel like it should be <laughs> well, more... It should be, the next morning I woke up Yes, or if it was like a cutscene in a film, it'd be the morning after the night before. Yeah, except this is not a film. Yet. Film. Yet. Nope. Fine. <laughs> a we- <laughs> Let's just get on. A week ago, I would have woken up after a night like that, feeling shameful and embarrassed. Not today. I woke up angry. Uh-huh. What gives her the right to come in and shame us in our own garden? I could understand if it was in the front garden or on the road. But in our own sheltered garden, she was bang out of order. I still couldn't work out what she meant about the perfect chest thing. It was playing on my mind. I don't see how it could have been a compliment. (laughs) Oh dear, I've got a feeling about Betty. I decided the perfect way to clear my head was to go shopping with Jane. (laughs) I can't imagine she felt any better than I did. Oh no, what kind of shopping trip is this going to be? I wandered round to her house after breakfast. I thought whilst Rob and Alan were at work, I would ask her about vibrators. (laughs) (laughs) You caught me with a mouthful of drink. I timed that perfectly. Um, You okay? Yeah, I mean, so we've done panty shopping. Yep. Now it's... I knocked on the door. As Jane opened it, I could see she was not wearing a lot. What she did have on barely covered her gigantic breast. Gigantic. Oh, how I envied what she had. I wasn't small-chested by any stretch, but Jane still made me feel inadequate. 
I knew neither Rob or Alan would think like that, but it was not. I knew neither Rob or Alan would think like that, but it was not to feel it myself. Huh? <laughs> Back to the top shelf grammar. Grammar. I knew neither Rob or Alan would think like that, but it was not to feel it myself. Hard not to feel it myself. Yeah, you can tell Steph reads, and I don't. <laughs> no, you definitely don't. You can't read your own book. No, I mean, it's a reason for that. Mm-hmm. Morning, you are right, Jane asked inquisitively. Yes, I just wanted to ask your opinion on something. Oh, right, what would that be, Jane replies. Can I come in? I don't want anyone to hear. <laughs> I'm so sorry for her. Sure. Jane turns and walks down the hallway. As she gets halfway, she bends over to pick up some posters <laughs> fallen on the floor. As she does, I get a full view of her beautifully sculptured bum and vagina. She was bent over for a bit too long. She was definitely on the wind-up. By this <laughs> On the wind-up, because that's what women do. We go on the wind-up and we bend over just far too long. Yep. By this point, I'm pretty sure she knew the effect she had on me, and she was just flaunting it. (laughs) What's up, Jane inquires. Well, I was wondering if you had any experience with vibrators. Jane (laughs) looks at me and smirks. Experience? I think I've owned everyone ever made, she giggles. (laughs) What do you need me for? It's obvious, she doesn't know. Poor thing. Well, um... I want to buy one, but Jane cuts in. You've never owned one and don't know which one to buy. Well, yes, actually. Come upstairs. I'll show you my collection. Oh, no. I hope they're all clean. (laughs) As she walks upstairs, she takes off the loose-fitting white top to reveal almost see-through lingerie. As I watch her beautiful bum disappear up the stairs, I instantly get wet. Get wet. Get wet. She is so seductive. Can't get the super soaker. (laughs) Is that totally necessary? Yes. She replies a little bit sternly. Rule number one. Never use a vibrator when you're dry. (laughs) I'm sorry. So she's got a dress to make Rachel wet. Because I'm assuming she's going to hand Rachel one of her vibrators in a minute. I'm assuming it is that sort of book. (laughs) What? That's what what women, or girls, women, females, females do. (laughs) Females. They they share, don't they? No. No? No. Oh. Or is it very much a one one person, one use type affair? You don't see them on Facebook Marketplace, do you? <laughs> Ten pound for this used rubber rabbit. I'm going to have to go and have a look now. <laughs> Not right now, I'll do it later. Oh, Sorry, okay. right. Rule, rule number one. Never use a vibrator when you're dry. <coughs> this is the word dry. How did you know? I stop myself as I see her roll her eyes. <laughs> Sorry. It's just the dialogue, the dialogue. Oh, the top shelf dialogue. Mm. 
I follow her into the bedroom. She tells me to sit on. Tell, she tells me to sit on the bed. She rummages through the wardrobe and almost out of nowhere, the bed is covered in brightly coloured, natural coloured, every size imaginable sex sex toy. I look at the pile in shock. I don't know. I didn't know there were so many to choose from. Jane just smiles at me. Pick one up. Feel it. Turn it on. Jane instructs. <laughs> Like a light switch. You go, ding. Sorry. (laughs) I mean, that's a throwback to our own podcast. (laughs) Um, Fuck. I pick one up that is pretty... I pick one up that is pretty small, gold and bullet shaped. I think to myself, this would do. Not too big. I switch it on. Not too powerful. I feel pleased with my choice. Jane snatches it out of my hand. Not that one. That's a bullet to put in your handbag and use use whilst you're out and about. No. No? I mean, some people might. But that's not something I'd put in my handbag. No? No. Oh. I don't have a bullet rolling around in the bottom of my bag just in case I feel horny at the supermarket. I, I'm worried I may have misinterpreted the uh, the world of vibrators. I want to see where you go with this. Like we might end up having an educational lesson here. <laughs> um, right, uh, for anyone about. That's not what I'm after at the moment. I say as I peruse the rest of the pile. I spot one that is quite a bit bigger, silver and solid. I like silver. I look at Jane. That's more in the ballpark, size-wise, but that's more of a niche one. It very gently electrifies your vagina. Um, pardon? Is it a magic pardon? (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe I've actually written that. Electrocute? I don't think that came out very well. That's more in the ballpark, size-wise. But that's more of a niche one. It very gently electrifies your vagina. I drop it slightly shocked. It elects. <laughs> but is it like you know, you know, at the seaside when you go to the arcade and there's like an Uncle Fester thing and you sit in the chair and hold the thing and electrocutes you and you have to try and get it to the. So I do. Is it that kind of thing, but for your vag? <laughs> so you've got to remember I wrote this in Germany with a lot of beer. Mm. And I think I was thinking along the lines of, do you remember, I don't know if you did it as a kid, where you got a 9-volt battery and put your tongue on it? Yeah. That sort of <laughs> electrification. So just very gentle electric yeah. shocks. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Not keen. <laughs> No, not not. not I wonder if it's a real thing. It must be. I I didn't. I haven't dared Google it. <laughs> know what I'm doing later? <laughs> Pillow talk. <laughs> clothes. Yeah. Don't we've put clothes. Jane then picks one up of a similar size but more friendly looking. <laughs> Try this. He's <laughs> got a cute little face and some floppy ears and some googly eyes. <laughs> What she's actually done is got a pet rabbit. Oh dear. <laughs> try, try this, she says, as she tosses it at me. 
I look at the toy in my hand like it is the first time I've had a cock in my hand. I knew kind of what to do, but not really. I was almost too embarrassed to ask. You've got this far, right? Come on. I was going to say, you've done far worse, love. Oh, fuck. Oh, here we go. <laughs> here we go. Would you show me? Sure, Jane replies, <laughs> almost excitedly. <laughs> the thought of watching Jane playing with herself made me even wetter and hornier than I already was. Oh. Okay, lay back and spread your legs. <laughs> okay, so I misread the situation, but either way, I was going to enjoy this. As That's Jane... why I've written clothes. Uh, Where have her clothes gone? Potholes. As Jane slid... Potholes or potholes? Plot holes. <laughs> I thought you said potholes. I was like, have her clothes got in a pothole? Fucking hell. I know the book's bad. It's not that bad. As Jane slid up next to me, she placed... Slid. I'm finding this chapter very amusing. What I've actually written is, as Jane slid up next to me, <laughs> she placed the toy in my hand and placed her, her hand on top. As she whispered, 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 <laughs> as she, you're going to have to give me a minute, I don't know why I'm finding this chapter so fun. <laughs> Anytime. We've all got homes to go to, come on. You'd only make it worse. <laughs> Don't anger the beast. Go on. Into the mic, into the mic. Oh, There's no noise coming out. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? <sighs> Sorry, I've got the giggles. <laughs> oh. Sorry, this chapter just feels very silly to me, and it's making me laugh. I think I've composed myself now. Let me sure? have a sip of wine. Are you good? Okay. Right. She placed the toy in my hand and placed her hand on top, and she whispers seductively in my ear, Remember rule one. <laughs> It's going to take ages if you keep doing that. I'm sorry. Oh, okay, Karen. We're good. <laughs> I reply with bated breath. You can't expect me not to laugh when you do that. Now we're good. It's a wet, wet winner. No, that was a few episodes back. I know. Uh, right. It's called a throwback. Yes, I do love a throwback. Are you a... <laughs> Sorry. Are you okay? Hun. I'm fine. Sorry. Are you sure? Apparently I'm just in a giggly mood. It's good. Right, we're good. I reply with bated breath. I look at Jane with her long red hair. I move in slowly for a kiss. She doesn't back away. She comes in, eyes sparkling as I go to kiss her. She, she moves, starts to nibble my neck. I turn on the vibrator and slowly start to rub the outside of my soaking wet 
vagina. <laughs> Immediately, I start to twitch all over. Jane starts Immediately. to nib- Jane starts to nibble my earlobe, at the same time working the buzzing vibrator up and round my clit. With her spare hand, she grabs my head and pulls me in for a passionate kiss. I can't cope with the this. <laughs> so, what, d- d- badly, or...? No, I feel like I'm on the edge of my seat, but I'm also ready to burst into a fit of laughter. I think that's called edging. <laughs> edging something different. Oh. <sighs> sorry. I'll get my shit together. Please do. We've got a lot to get through. Right, sorry. Is it a long Ooh. chapter? I can't remember. With her spare hand, she grabs my head and pulls me in for a passionate kiss as she slowly inserts the full length of the toy. I moan in pleasure. I look at Jane. (laughs) Carry on. Carry on. (laughs) Fucking hell. You started me off. I look at Jane and give her a cute smile as she starts to work the toy in and out. Gently. It, oh. <laughs> Working it in and out gently. There should be a full stop there. It doesn't take long for me to start to climax. Just as I'm about to come, Jane whips the vibrator out and cheekily says, Free trial's up. I look longingly at her. She knows I want more. Jane starts to tidy up the toys. I feel like I've been used slightly. That's but really mean. I kind of enjoy it at the same time. Jane grabs one of the toys. <laughs> Jane grabs one of the toys, but it has black straps on it. What's that one? I inquire. A strap-on, she says. What do you need a strap-on for? You you have Rob for that. As soon as I say it, I realise I've been a bit thick. <laughs> oh, does Rob... I don't really know how to finish the question without offending. I know Jane has already told me he is bi. Uh, yes, he does. And just so you know, that's where the male cheese spot is. Oh, fuck. I might need to Google that one. I don't think... What? What, Did you stop listening? No. What do do you mean? That's where the male cheese spot is. Yeah. It is. Oh, is that actually anatomically correct? It's in his. Yeah. In his? Just his? What what do you mean? Was it just in Rob's? Well, not just in Rob's. Oh, okay. <laughs> in every man's. Oh. When did we become a science podcast? No, we're not. You sure? Do you, don't start me off again. <clears throat> you get me giggling again, I'm not sure I'll stop. I didn't know that was even a thing. I figured I would Google it later and try <laughs> oh, to surprise God. Alan. <laughs> oh, Scott. Oh. <laughs> Are you Rachel, hun? Don't know anything about vibrators or G spots. <laughs> Shall we go shopping? <clears throat> Maybe get dressed first. We get dressed and head for the car. As we come out of Jane's house, I can see Betty walking briskly up the road. I was in quite a good mood and didn't really want her to ruin it. So I gave Jane a nudge, we went to the car with pace and left before Betty could confront us. Went to the car with pace. Oh, that's the end of the chapter. Oh. Hang on. How long is the next one? 
That was a really short one. That was quite short. Coffee. Yeah, let's double chapter. Double chapter. Can I have some wine then? Yep. Chapter 12. Alan. When I woke up the following morning, Rachel had already gone. I wasn't sure where to, but after last night, it was probably best I left her to it. To clear her head. I was really enjoying our new experiences with Rob and Jane. I wanted it to continue, but I was concerned everyone else might feel differently. So until we had all seen each other, I figured I would just carry on as if none of it had happened. Although the thought of that did upset me slightly. He never, he he doesn't get it, does he? They've had a full meeting about this. I know. Everyone's on the same page. Yeah. He's put his head out of his arse. Perhaps he's trying to find his G-spot. Maybe. Rachel's going to do that later. So, oh fuck. What's this chapter? Oh. So what would I have done on a Sunday morning a few weeks ago? Chores, I guess. <coughs> I hadn't mowed the lawn for a while. <laughs> for a while. We won't talk about the lawns. I once only cut the back garden lawn <laughs> after Rachel has said the lawn needed cutting and she has never let me forget that the front garden also counts as a lawn. Well, I didn't need to tell it. You <laughs> told it yourself. That actually happened. And I always remind you now, it's the lawns. 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 Yeah. So I figured I would start there after morning coffee. I sat down over my mug of Java lava. <laughs> you right? Yep. My mind wanders to the previous night. I've never had so much fun in our hot tub, and I really hoped it would not be the last time we did it. Although I was pretty angry that we'd been stupid enough to leave the gate unlocked. Out of all the people to have walked in while we were enjoying our company... Air quotes. Drink for air quotes. It had it had to be that stuck-up cow, Betty. I figured everyone down the street would know already. Oh well, no use worrying about it. What's done is done. And I would definitely do it again. As Minus I made the jizzy tits, hopefully. Hmm? Minus the jizzy tits, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. As I made a start on cutting the front garden, I realised it was a beautiful day. Maybe we should have another barbecue. Oh, a bit soon. <laughs> a bit soon, Alan. I start to daydream and stare at the clouds. My mind starts to wander at the thought of Sarah getting spit-roasted. Maybe they aren't as straight-laced as I thought. Dirty bitch. My thoughts are cut short by the annoying tones of Betty. <laughs> Yoo-hoo! <laughs> Yoo-hoo! Big summer blowout! <laughs> well, it is summer. Uh, I take a deep breath as I turn around and try to... Fuck. I take a deep breath as I turn around and try to prepare myself for what is about to happen. <laughs> there was no escape. Good morning, Betty. I tried to sound friendly, but it comes across a bit sarcastic. Yes, I suppose it is, replies Betty. I tried to give this to Rachel this morning, but she left with Jane before I could catch her. Betty handed me a white envelope with my name on it. What is it? Just some information for the street. I figured it would be useful for everyone to know. Mm. I was instantly filled with dread. Oh, I'm a bit worried as about I, this. As I looked down and noticed a large pile of envelopes in her handbag. She's not going to distribute a letter about the secret swingers. Must be off. Lots to deliver. With that, Betty turned and walked off as if she was some sort of peacock. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, random. 
It's a shame she's such a bitch. She actually has a really nice bum. Oh, no. Oh, at least I knew Rachel was with Jane. That reassured me that Rachel was okay. I finish cutting the grass and head inside to see what horror the envelope contains. As I open it up, I notice she has written a whole letter to the street. I feel like I want to read this in a funny voice. Do you want to read it? Shall I give it a go? The question is, what does Betty sound like? We're about to find out. Dear residents, it has been brought to my attention that people on our street have not been conducting themselves in a manner that is appropriate with the expected behaviour that comes with the high esteem... <laughs> you sound like a mine, it's very Carry on, carry on. Well, I have to go back to the beginning now. There's no punctuation in this letter. <clears throat> if I run out of breath, I do apologise. It has been brought to my attention that people on our street have not been conducting themselves in a manner that is appropriate with the expected behaviour that comes with the high esteem with which we are regarded in the wider local community. <gasps> Breathe. <laughs> I therefore think it is a matter of urgency that we hold an emergency neighbourhood meeting tonight to discuss what is to be done about this behaviour. I would therefore like to invite all residents to a mandatory neighbourhood meeting at my house this evening at 8. Regards, Betty. Nice. I like that. <laughs> a few like commas wouldn't have gone amiss there at the beginning. Okay. But this is going to be an awkward meeting. Yeah. Good meeting. <laughs> My heart sank as I read the letter. I know Betty too well, and deep down, she, deep down, knew she was going to publicly out us in front of all of our neighbours and make us the most hated people on the street. I decided not to get bogged down with worry. Whatever happens is what happens. Don't get me wrong; I didn't want everyone to know, but I also didn't want Betty manipulating us with this information and essentially blackmailing us. To keep myself occupied, I decided the hot tub probably needed a clean. <laughs> no shit, Sherlock. It's full of cheers. <laughs> oh, little swimmers swimming about. I headed out to the garden with a bucket and sponge in hand. No quicker than had I lifted the lid, there was a knock at the gate. I headed over to see what it was. I headed over to see who it was. To my surprise, it was Rob. He looked pretty flustered. You all right, mate? I inquired. No, I'm not. Have you seen this letter from Betty? Yes, I calmly replied. How can she do this? This is our private lives. It's nothing to do with her. Correct. I know Betty quite well. And she will either out us very quickly or she will try and blackmail us, blackmail us when she wants something. My bet is she will out us tonight at this ridiculous meeting. Why are you not worried? Rob asked almost shaking I am worried but given the current situation I think I would rather everyone knew and possibly be outcasts than get blackmailed mm. okay that is probably the better option now do you want to help me clean the tub and take your mind off it <laughs> bro want to help me clean the tub Rob silently nodded and, mm -hmm. headed, and <laughs> headed over to the tub we <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I read ahead. We needed to get in to clean it properly. As Rob lifted his shirt up, I couldn't help but notice his muscles and the fact he glistened in the morning sunlight. 
For a second, I felt like my legs had gone to jelly. Oh, he's having a little moment. Rob brought me back to reality. Come on, we both made this mess and it's your tub. I'm not doing it by myself. <laughs> oh, I'm amazed. This is so grim. It's, yeah. <laughs> I shook off whatever just happened. <laughs> not the gist. <laughs> Sorry. It's probably too much sun. Yeah. No, it's probably too much sun. Oh, is that what you wrote? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I've written. <laughs> I whipped my shirt off and hurriedly climbed into the tub. We were making light work of the cleaning. Mm. I decided to take a breath for a minute. As I stood there, I could see Rob's muscles flexing as he worked. (laughs) My God, he was a good-looking man. (laughs) I zoned out of everything. I was just staring at his magnificent back and looking him up and down. I felt something I hadn't felt before. It was like his body was drawing me into him. I leant forward and started running my fingers down his spine. He didn't flinch. Instead, he let out a little groan of enjoyment. I leant forward more, I leant forward more and started kissing his back. As I did, I started to rub my hands down his sides. He didn't stop me. I was starting to get hard. I slid, (laughs) I slid my hands down the top of his shorts. I could feel the top of, I could feel the top of his member. It was throbbing and growing. Throbbing member. I slowly slid his shorts down and told Rob to turn around. Can I just point out here? What? Alan's the one that is always, like, worrying about whether they have done the right thing, forgets that they've had a meeting about everybody being on the same page, yet Betty's written a letter and he's gone, eh, whatever. And then Rob's got in his tub to clean it and he's gone, oh, I know. I know. Nobody needs a consent meeting for this. I'm just going to go in for it. Alan is inconsistent. <laughs> Scatterbrained. I slowly... Uh, it's all that sun. <laughs> so it's all the grass came. I slowly slid his shorts down and told Rob to turn around. As he turned, he had this massive smile on his face. For the first time, I looked straight at his fully erect penis. It was massive. My instinct was to take him in my mouth. I slowly <laughs> lean in. I slowly lean in to take him. What's going on here then? My heart sinks as I look up. Stood there in our garden were Rachel and Jane giggling like two little schoolgirls. They're fucking cock blocking him again. Okay, boys. How did this happen? I feel like I've been caught cheating. It's not what it looks like, I hurriedly reply. I am, um, uh, I'm sorry. What are you apologising for, Rachel inquires. Well, I don't know what happened. I just felt drawn to Rob, and it was not like you and Jane haven't. Not what I meant, Rachel snaps back. How could you leave the fucking gate unlocked again? <laughs> oh, hilarious. <laughs> the poor bloke, you see, he's lost all his confidence again. I smile as I realise Rachel isn't upset about what she walked in on. Oh well, we just got caught up in the moment. Never mind, no harm done. Come on, we might as well have lunch. What's it? Rob, Rob pulls his shorts up and we both get out of the tub. As we walk down the garden, Rob leans in and whispers, Maybe another tie. And hurries down the garden. Those poor guys, every time. That's the end of the chapter. It wasn't as long as I thought. 
every time they get cock blocked. I know. It's almost like I don't want to write it. That's probably because <laughs> you don't. <laughs> well, the one that wrote the story. Yeah, it's almost like I don't want to write that bit. I'm going to tease it, but... I just feel sorry for them. Yeah. I just think this poor unfulfilled men. They just want to get each other's rocks off. And every time, those annoying girls want drinks or bloody lunch. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Oh man. So I enjoyed those two chapters. I'm excited yeah. to see um where this meeting goes. Like so from from this point forward, I will admit, is where the storyline starts forming. Ooh, we actually get some story. There is actually a story because I've, I've reread it all. Obviously I've reread it all now. And um, edited it a bit. Yeah. But yes. Shall we slip into something less comfortable? Go on then. Let's take the off ramp. Signal left. Take a pit stop. Take a pit stop. And hopefully not end up at the most awkward... Oh, no, we're there. Most awkward corner in the country. (laughs) Urban Dictionary Corner. Are you ready? Yeah, how bad is it going to be this week? So, I've actually, because you said you were fed up of not being able to get them, mm. I've picked one that I think you might, or hope, you might actually be able to get. Okay. Okay? Yep. So, what is sporking? Sporking. Sporking. Um, so a spork is a spoon and a fork. Mm-hmm. Oh, so is sporking when you are spooning and you end up fucking, sporking. Spooning turns into... Ooh, you, you're on the right lines, but you're not quite there. Oh. Um, sporking. It does involve spooning. Right, so you're spooning, and then you're forking. I don't, I don't know. Oh, really? I'm terrible at these. I genuinely thought you'd get this. Well, what, what is a spork? A spoon and a fork. Mm-hmm. What do forks do? They impale you. No, your food. Use them to eat. You impale food. Right, now put all that together. So, you're spooning and then you're impaled on the fork. I don't get how I can put it together any differently. Do you know what? I'll take that as a win. You've got it right, but read the full description. The act of spooning with the addition of an erection... We fell asleep, then I woke up in the morning. He was totally sporking me. Oh, okay, so instead of the actual fucking, like spooning leads to forking. Yeah. You're just... Sporking. Being poked in the back. Yeah, there was a better description, but I couldn't get it to print on one page. Oh, sad times. Something about being blanketed in the lady's butt cheeks or something. 
<laughs> it's like a hot dog in a bun. Yeah. <laughs> Not in the rectum, just around the rectum. <laughs> hey, you got one right. Yay! Oh, that wasn't too loud. I'm banging someone's ears. Yeah. Duff, 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 duff. <laughs> right. <laughs> what? I was thinking about the electrifying vibrator. I don't think it was hanging. What? Oh, no, I was just thinking about it. What, whether it's a thing or not? Yeah. <laughs> it's time for pillow talk. Okay. Back to pillow talk. I do like our little jingle. That's cute. All of ten minutes to make. <laughs> right. I realised we missed something at the start we were meant to talk about. What were we meant to talk about at the start? Your bumblebee facts. Oh, yes. I, I googled the bumblebee facts. And now I can't remember what the answer was. Yeah, it, it was something to do with bumblebees and Dumbledore and bees. That doesn't help did, me. Did you not write it down anywhere? Yeah, my phone, I think. Right, so bumblebees are well known for their meandering, bumbling flight and their distinctive buzz, which is where the Latin name bombus, meaning booming, originates. So, uh, a bumblebee is a bee that bumbles, and the earlier word for the same bug was humblebee, which is literally a bee that humbles. And then, um, I can't, I had another fact. Yeah, it was something to do with Dumbledore. Dumbledore, yeah. Oh, here we go. Dumbledore is the old English dialect for bumblebee. For what? Bumblebee. Oh. So English of drumble is to move sluggishly and door is for humming insect. Dumbledore. It's a bumblebee. Or fumbledwarf. Fumbledwarf. (laughs) That's a proper throwback. Yeah. Episode one. Can't believe we're still here. Right, um, so, this might get us cancelled, or at least banned on TikTok. Right, okay, I'm worried now. So, did China release COVID so that TikTok became popular? Because before the pandemic, I had never heard of TikTok. Yeah, it's a bit extreme though, isn't it? A little bit, but it is owned by a Chinese company. Yeah, but... Would you really want to kill that many... Mm, that's China. Um, <laughs> you, can't, you can't say that. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like that's a bit, a bit of an extreme reason. It's a bit deep for pillow talk. That's not so much as deep. I just... So... Uh, so it's going to bother me forever, though. Before COVID, I'd never heard of TikTok. I don't even know if it was around. Hmm. don't know. But it just, it kept me awake the other night. I was like, <gasps> conspiracy theory. And now it will keep me awake. <laughs> yes. I do think we need to do an episode on conspiracy theories at some point. Yeah, Ooh. well, I'll leave that in your <gasps> capable hands. Or we could do a whole other podcast. No. What? I don't have time for a second podcast. Yeah, right, fair enough. You can talk to yourself in your van if you want about conspiracy theories on your phone and then put it on the internet like a conspiracy theorist. Yeah, I, I, I do talk to myself, but I can't turn the volume down in my head. 
No. Do you have a voice in your head, though? Yeah, I think it... Well, think everyone does i don't think everyone does you know like that inner monologue that's like when you're cooking you're like oh i just need to get the onions from the fridge or whatever it is you're thinking not everyone Mm. has that so this is genuinely genuinely if you write in to neverpublishedpodcast at gmail.co.uk and let us know whether you do or don't have a voice in your head yep and what sort of conversations do you have? Because I end up arguing. Mm. How many times have I come home in an absolute foul mood? Yeah, because you think you've had an argument with me, but it was all in your little tiny brain. Yeah. But that would tend to suggest that the voice in my head sounds like you. <laughs> that's a bit worrying. I don't know if that's a good or bad thing. I don't. I don't think it actually sounds like you. Well, I don't know. Weirdly, so fill me up. Mm. So the other thing I've noticed since we've started doing this, because we wear headphones, mm. your voice sounds different to how you think it sounds. Well, so, yeah. No, let me finish. Okay. So how how I hear my voice in my head is how I hear it come out of the headphones, but how it. I hear it come out of the headphones is not how my voice sounds when I talk to me. Yeah, so it sounds... Oh, I'm baffling my brain now. It does sound different because you hear it in a different way. So my yeah. voice is going directly into my ears through the headphones right now. Mm-hmm. But when I speak in the room without the headphones on, the sound travels before it yeah. reaches my ears, which is why I sound yeah. different. Baffling, isn't it? I feel like I want to wear headphones everywhere because I think I like my voice better with the headphones on. Well, at least we might not sound like an, an annoying married couple. Well, just to, cause to, to other people. I don't think that's how that works. I don't think it's the case of our tone of voice makes us sound like an annoying married couple or not. I have to admit, <clears throat> normally when you talk, you just sound like... Or at least that's how I hear it. Mm. Yes. Let's not have a... I think maybe we should sail out of this before I dig myself a bigger hole. Yeah, let's um, remove yourself from the grave you dig in. Yep. Can I have a hand? Thanks. So, I think I've had enough giggling for one day. <clears throat> that sounded terrible. I'm not a pterodactyl. <laughs> right, I've had enough of that. We're going to sign off now. I've been on the internet. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Oh, that's um, a short one. Starfish don't have a brain. Oh, poor things. Do they not? What do they have instead? Do, do, have you, you've literally just... <laughs> <sighs> do you find this infuriating? Every week. That's why I do it. I preferred it when you taught me things I could actually fact check, like with the orange. Yeah, but that was our brief stint as a science podcast. (laughs) But that was interesting. I tell you what, just to sort of make everyone else feel a bit better about now having to go and research starfish, just so you know, snails have one foot. Yeah. There you go. So that's it this week now. 
Um, please get in touch. Give us your pillow talks, Urban Dictionary Corners. Let us know whether you have a voice in your head or not. How many voices do you have in your head? I'm not going to tell you how many I have in mine. Email in at neverpublishedpodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on TikTok. TikTok. I was doing so well till then. Yeah, you were. You can find us on TikTok, Instagram and Facebook. Just search for Never Published or Never Published Pod. We'll catch you on the flip side. Did we do the email? I did the email. Okay, cool. Cheers. Cheers. I'm going to go argue with the voice in my head. See you next week.